Hi, welcome to the Basement Sports and Entertainment Podcast. I am your host, Jordy Dureniak. And today's show, I'm going to talk about the top five wide receivers in this uh, for fantasy football this upcoming season, just to try and give you some advice so maybe you don't make a mistake in that early portion of the draft, because that can kill you. But first, a uh, piece of news. I, on Monday's podcast, I was wondering if the news that the Grizzlies had traded for Patrick Beverly and Rajon Rondo could mean they were up for more trades and sure enough they were yesterday they uh, sent out Patrick Beverly and acquired Jarrett Culver from the Minnesota Timberwolves and it's an interesting trade uh, I think the Grizzlies just see it as a they're getting a young wing who they can maybe develop into a 3 and D player at the worst so we'll see I mean it's not a big trade or anything like that but it is worth noting and uh, as far as Jarrett Culver any information on him he had in terms of his points per possession on defense he was minus 0.2 and in terms of his points per possession on offense he was minus 9.5 so defensively maybe there's some hope but offensively he's got a lot of work to do that is not good, the minus 9.5. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have to see if the uh, Grizzlies can make anything out of it. All right, on to the wide receivers. Number one, and this really should not be a surprise, Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers. He's my number one wide receiver for fantasy this year. And it's really as simple as he's the go-to guy for a great quarterback and he's a touchdown machine. And uh, over in each season since, 2000, since 2016, four of five seasons, he's played at least 14 games. And in those 14 games, he's averaged 1,160.5 yards and 13.3 touchdown grabs. And he's had 1,300 yards in two of the last three seasons. So, yeah, he knows how to play some fucking football. And I think Devontae Adams is going to have another monster year as it sounds, it seems like he and Aaron Rodgers are probably likely on their way out of Green Bay after this season as they both, both have po both posted uh, last dance photos on their Instagram implying that uh, they are in their own uh, way on having their own last dance. And uh, that, that happened a while ago, but uh, it's worth mentioning as talking about Devontae Adams now. Uh, yeah, I just really like that combination there. Aaron Rodgers threw 48 touchdowns last season and had over... Uh, Uh, he had eight. Yeah, he had forty-eight touchdowns last season, and and uh, Devonte Adams got eighteen of them. So that's that's a pretty big chunk right there. And I think, uh, and uh, as far as this season, what helps make Devonte Adams so good is he's 
as he last season he was tied for second in receptions at 115 and he had 1,374 yards to go with those touchdowns and yards per out run he was first at 2.96 yards and I think he and Aaron Rodgers will just be playing in a way where they're both out to prove something and that's that's just a scary thought of them both going out there to prove something especially after they both had the types of years they did last season but I, I they're both more than capable of doing it and I I wouldn't bet against either one of these guys and another thing I think is worth mentioning is in Devontae Adams 2018 because 2019 he missed he missed I think it was four games and he did not have the same numbers but in 2018 the last time he did meet that uh, 14 or more games I mentioned earlier uh, he had 111 receptions which was six that year 1,386 yards and 13 touchdowns and in yards per route run he was 14th at 2.02 and another thing that season Rodgers only threw 25 touchdown passes and Devontae Adams caught 13 of them that's more than half just over more than half of his touchdowns went to Devontae Adams so even if Rodgers touchdown total crashes by about crashes by 20 or more which I don't think it will and I I mean I don't think he's gonna throw for 48 again but I I do think he's likely in the 30s for sure and I think throwing that many touchdowns I think it's very easy for him to get him, him to throw 14 15 maybe even 18 touchdowns again to Devontae Adams that duo is ridiculous and I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do. After Devontae Adams is where I had some debates with myself about how to how to approach this. But I think I, I'm going to go with De, DeAndre Hopkins. He's another incredible talent. And, he, and he's in a, in a situation in Arizona where... He's definitely the number one guy, and I'm not. I'm not going to be too concerned about AJ Green or rookie Rondale Moore eating into his target share or anything like that too much. I will say though, Kyler Murray running as much as he does does kind of eat into the touchdown potential. But I I think it's possible that it could change a little this season. I just because I think uh, they'll be a little better suited to pass with more weaponry and I don't think it's going to be as easy for defenses to focus on DeAndre Hopkins because there's more guys to draw focus and last seat is in Hopkins he had 115 grabs which was tied for second with Devontae Adams and he had 1,407 yards and six touchdowns and again, I think those that reception total is going to likely stay the same. And I think his receiving yards is going to stay at 1,400 or higher. As in three of the last four seasons, he had 1,378 receiving yards or more. And the fact that to me in his first season with Arizona and in a lockout, in a, or not lockout, but COVID uh covid uh changed up uh off season 
I, I the fact that they were able to get that type of chemistry right away was impressive, and I'm very ha- I'm very excited to see what they can do again this season. I think it's going to be very nice and. Uh, in terms of, oh, I forgot to mention, his yards per route run was 2.25 this season, which was 11th. And I I think, again, I think that those are just all reasons to really believe in Hawkins, especially because he's got a, he had a full off season this year to work with Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach, and really everyone get on the same page and I think that's going to be a very good thing for their offense and I uh and I want to point out that Kyler Murray in 2020 had 3,971 yards and 26 or 26 touchdown grabs or uh, passes I'm sorry uh yeah I I uh yeah, I really think that uh, Kyler Murray, especially, he will benefit from the full off season, and that's what especially a good thing to hear for Hopkins because if Kyler Murray can do better in terms of number, as far as number wise passing, I think a lot of that's gonna a good portion of that's going to go to Hopkins Hopkins way. After Hopkins. I think Stefan Diggs is next up as far as the guy is is my number three. He had a monster year last season as he was first in receptions at 127, and that was on 166 targets, so a fuck ton. And he had 1,535 yards receiving and eight touchdown grabs. I think his receiving yards comes down a little bit, but I think his targets and receptions will actually stay pretty similar. And his touchdown total, I think, is probably going to say stay around the same. But I do think he's got the potential to go up, uh, maybe get it a, one or two more touchdowns this season because they're in a very potent offense. and He's in a very potent offense in Buffalo where you got Josh Allen throwing the ball and then Brian Dable running the offense. So I think... There's a lot of potential for Stefan Diggs to put up very similar numbers, but I think Adams and Hopkins both have a higher season or have a better season. And I almost put Diggs ahead of Hopkins, but I don't know. I just got a feeling Hopkins is going to have a particularly good year. And Diggs, he, uh, he, uh, Josh Allen last season through. 37 touchdown passes and I think that's likely to stay around I think it's probably gonna go closer to 30 next season but Diggs being as targeted as he will I think it's safe to say he's going to get uh at least eight touchdowns again he just because again he was targeted 166 times so Josh Allen loved throwing to him I, and I I mean, it's obviously why Stephon Diggs is a great receiver. And uh, I, I think he's in for another monster season. The workload is there. And after him, I have Calvin Ridley. 
and Calvin Ridley, I I am a huge fan of. I thought he was going to have a monster season last year, and he did. Um, it, it just it it just really it, it it's 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 nice to see uh, young young players when they finally break out. And Calvin Ridley last season had a. 90 receptions on 143 targets, so a lot of targets for him too, and 1,374 yards, 9 touchdowns, and as far as yards per route run, he was 8th at 2.44, which I like a lot, and the big thing too is Julio Jones is gone in Atlanta, and Arthur Smith is in as the head coach. He's been running the Titans offense for the last couple of years. And that is great news on two ends because if he already had 143 targets with Julio Jones there last season, what's his target share going to be like this season? And with a smart offensive mind like Arthur Smith coming in and a quarterback like Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan, he had 26 touchdown passes last season, 5,000, or I'm sorry, 4,581 yards passing. And I think, I think it's very likely that Calvin Ridley puts up similar or better numbers than he did a year ago, and I think he's going to put up better just because, again, there's more there's more targets in there come his way from Julio being gone. And I, I, I'm really excited to see what he can do in this offense. After Calvin Ridley is my number five, I got Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek Hill, outside of being a piece of shit off the field, is actually a damn good wide receiver. And I... I uh, think he's he's going to have another monster year. 2020, <clears throat> he had 80 rece- 87 receptions for 1,276 yards, 15 touchdowns. And in terms of yards per route run, 14th. He finished 14th with 2.16 yards. And in 2018, his last season where he played with 15 or more games, he uh, had 87 receptions for 1,479 yards and 12 touchdowns. And he, in terms of yards per route run, was fourth at 2.54. And that's, that's, that's incredible. And he's one of those guys because of how fast he is and having Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback, it's, uh, it's pretty easy for him to get a lot, of, a lot of touchdowns, a lot of yards, and you you know it's going to happen again. Last year, Mahomes had 38 touchdown passes and 4,740 yards passing. I I really believe that Tyreek Hill is going to have another monster year, especially if he's on the field. As long as he's on the field, he's a threat for 100 yards and a touchdown every game. He really is. He's 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 a he's a incredible type of talent. It's too bad he couldn't make better decisions off the field. Uh, yeah, I uh, I think he's he's going to. I think he does have potential to be higher than fifth on this list. But I also think uh, it, he he has more he has uh, potential to be a tad lower just because there were a few guys after these five that. I, I kind of was torn on, 
between not being able to get them in because I was like, oh, wow, I really got to leave them out. Because there's a few guys I think are going to have really good years. Like Mike Evans in Tampa, I think, is actually going to have a monster year. He uh, he had the most targets on Tampa last season at 109. And he, he is a guy that I think Tom Brady is going to continue to like a lot. Because Brady likes big, fast receivers. He said it himself. And Mike Evans also had 13 touchdown grabs last season in his first year with Tom Brady. And I think it was a full off season of work together. I think Evans is going to have a even better uh, connection with Brady. And I think that should lead to more yards and a similar or higher touchdown total for Evans next season. Um DK Metcalf is similar. He's got a great quarterback. He, he uh, he's with the Seahawks, of course, and he had uh, thirteen hundred yards and ten touchdowns a year ago. I think he can do very similar yet again as well, or he can do a little bit better. Russell Wilson's a great quarterback, and I think they're going to be in positions where they're they're playing a lot of competitive ball games. And then the other guy I like a lot is Justin Jefferson in Minnesota. He was a rookie last year, had 1,400 yards and seven touchdowns. And I think he can have that yardage total again, absolutely. And, I mean, Thielen's the guy who caught the touchdowns last season. He had 925 yards and 14 touchdowns. But I think Jefferson can go to 10 or higher. He's an explosive player. He really is. And I think... uh, I think there's a lot of reason to like him, obviously, for that. And that's my thoughts on the first five receivers and then my, first, my I guess, favorite three after them. All right, thank you for listening to today's show. Um, as always, please check out our website, basementsportsandentertainment.com. It's the word and, not the symbol. And... Uh, yeah, we have a lot of great articles on there, and please follow us on Twitter at BasementSAE, and uh, give us some comments, uh, feed, give us feedback, let us know how you think we're doing. Um, we got another show coming up on Friday. The topic is to be determined, so some mystery there. And uh, as always, have a great night. <laughs>